I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, it's Mr. P here. I'm the other Mr. P. And we are the hosts of two Mr. P's in a podcast. The educational podcast where you don't actually learn a thing. No, instead we explore the weird, wonderful and downright hilarious things that happen in school from people actually doing the job. We reminisce on our own time at school, funny things we experience each day. And of course, we share your hilarious stories from the chalk face. So if you work in a school or just want a nostalgic trip down memory lane, sit up straight, fingers on lips and get ready for the lesson. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. You might be able to tell because I'm doing this again this week that Mark's not here again. He's so lazy just because of justice. I know. Mark's doing jury duty. Uh, obviously, he's doing is doing a marvellous thing, uh, but it's slightly annoying because he does all the flamboyant bits. And uh... You can't do it convincingly. Well, OK. I'm tr- I tried. Give it good, good energy there. Good personality. Thank you. Though your feet were pointing <laughs> inwards when you did it, which is the thing they, that apparently is always wrong. They literally are. I'm Julia Rayside. That's Joel Morris, my Hello. husband, my actual married partner. The supply um, teacher, as I was called on Twitter this week. <laughs> you can speculate, if you like, whether the chemistry is amazing enough that we might be secretly doing it behind the scenes. I'll just tell you now, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, George, is that okay if I... Yeah. That's anyway. just a bit too much. So, welcome to week two. It was the first week of eliminations, so there was a lot at stake this week. And I didn't realise, and maybe they do this every year, but I, and I forget, but week one's judges' scores were combined with week two's judges' scores, and then the phone vote was added on top, which made the leaderboard look rather different to week one. Yeah. Um, so who was in danger, it turned out, weren't the people we thought were in danger because, well, we'll talk about Sarah it was, in a minute. It, it was all like what happens every year on Eurovision now, where it gets to the end and you forget what the scoring system was <laughs> and everyone acts really cross and annoyed like it wasn't like that last year. Yeah, yeah it's I know. Well, my mind gets wiped after every series of Strictly, as we famously know. So, I, you know, <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. But anyway. Series one, it's good. Yes, exactly. First ever series of Strictly, I'm loving it. So let's start at the beginning with Reese and Nancy's cha-cha to I'll Be There. That was good, wasn't it? it I mean, he is good. So he is in that category now with, I'd say, AJ maybe of just, we're sort of already expecting them to be amazing now because after two weeks, they just seem to be able to dance and it's fine. Well, actually, that was quite nice because I thought after last week was a very, very strong opener. They said the highest scores in five years, highest yeah. opening scores in five years. I thought, oh, no, there won't be any journeys and no one's going to surprise. And then he came out and was as good as he was last week. And I thought, yes. oh, the good people will be the good people and the bad people will be the good, bad people. It really played to his strengths. It was a good dance. It, did. it gave him a chance to sort of be about uh, out there solo doing a bit of sort of disco moves and things. Um, but the energy was amazing. Yeah, his, his their energy together. I think that they're, they're kind of the equivalent of lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it's terrifying good. watching them. They, they look like they've been someone's just flicked a switch and they've activated as yeah. they started dancing. They're amazing. His routine began with quite a lengthy solo bit where he was with the microphone doing the kind of Motown thing. That was really cool. 
he can be totally trusted just to take take on something solo. I think. Was, everyone was having fun. I thought Nancy was enjoying the acting. He was enjoying a little. She got a little bit of acting at the beginning. He got a bit of dancing, which is the reverse of what yeah. you would expect with a with a celebrity. Uh, and then when he sort of launched out, the energy came up. The singers. That was a brilliant song for for Dave Archie's band. Oh, amazing! And at the end of it, when it catches the camera, catches people's reactions to it, which is sometimes the most fun. They finish the routine and it's been good. And all the other dancers are, uh, and celebrities are, are laughing and things. It caught. Um, I think the guy's called Tommy Blaze, who's the lead yes, singer mm, mm. Uh, in Dave Archer's band. And he looked so happy. Aww. And it's really, really weird when it catches, the, the lights just happen to catch the, the yeah. anonymous unseen band. And they had clearly had the best time as well. Absolutely. So he was obviously enjoying belting out a Motown number. And it was really nice that, that the dancing had come up to the standard of the singing. But it looked like it was a reminder that at its most basic level, Strictly is this astonishing group effort to oh, keep you is. entertained. I think that band, it's always talking about the band and Tommy has another shining moment later on in the episode when he does a Sean Paul song. I know, he was on fire was this frighteningly week. good. Um, but yeah, the, the, the fact that they've bothered with this incredible band, they're learning, you know, 14 new songs every week and performing them like you... Sometimes you don't even notice they're doing it. You just assume it's the record or you're not really... Yeah. But they're so flawless, they're so polished... And they so make this the whole package rather than it, just a show with a backing track, which I think Dancing with the Stars in America, they just have a backing track. Not nearly as good. It connects it with a tradition of Blackpool entertainment, of Butlins, of the, the idea there's a live band who do amazing yeah. covers. It's the kind of thing, this is Saturday Night Special, this is it's Saturday Night End of the Pier. It links it all in. And yeah, yeah it's, it's the version of the thing you'd have if you went to holiday camp, but at the national level. This is... the. The council have spent all the money they've got on the best Saturday night chicken in a basket entertainment you've got. It's that that I loved about they it. They absolutely this was have. So um, they got a seven from Craig, two eights from uh, Motsi and Shirley, and a seven from Anton. That's up on last week, so he is on an upward trajectory, Reese. But you know, he at some point the guy's going to plateau because he's just too good already. Um, they did pick him a little up uh, on the spikiness of the routine, but they just said obviously everything about the isolation stuff and the solo stuff was really impressive so I think he's just going to be it's ironing out tiny creases with him it's never anything more then we had a very brief lo-fi moment with Alan carding the terms and conditions on Zoom. Why? Everyone can get to the studio now. It's it, fine. It was a little glimpse back in time. And it also, because when he was on Zoom and he was dressed like that, I thought, oh, Elton John. <laughs> I'm Bill Dandin. <laughs> yeah, because the, the, piano, the piano backing was like a little home keyboard. And I thought, oh, Elton John's sort of... He's got a tour coming up. Maybe I, lo- I love to see Alan Carr. I it's don't lovely. know why he was on Zoom. I think it's a bit lo-fi now. We expect more. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Alan, pull your finger out. <laughs> Just saying, that. could you not get out of your sweats and come to the studio? Next, we go for Nina and Neil and their tango to Would I Lie to You. Is that a, a Eurythmics song, isn't it, I think? Uh, yes, I couldn't remember who it was by. I think it's by the Eurythmics. Anyway, I thought the coupling, you know, their couple's dancing was really good. Her feet were moving really quickly and she really did seem to keep up with him. The judges were not in agreement so Craig got out his three paddle which just seemed extraordinary after Nina being so dazzling last week yeah. um, the other three judges couldn't manage any more than a five and I think she was down on her first week score which is just a real bummer for her yeah she'd she'd, sort of, she'd landed so brilliantly in the first week and I thought oh, I'm, I, again it's always nice to see people do well she was a lovely surprise she's a, obviously a terrific personality and a really nice character and really warm for the for, for, for you watching at home yeah and I thought oh, I'm going to enjoy watching her 
be surprisingly good. And I must admit, I, I'm with the judges. I thought it was a little bit um, bitty. Um, and the annoying thing about that is you went, oh, God, this is so early in the competition. I know. Thinking, can't she have a like one duff week or something? And but a tango the, is so tough. The judges were really harsh on her as if to sort of say, right, you put a foot wrong. And I felt, again, it, felt, it was a reminder. This is very early on. I'd mm. forgotten it's a judging competition. I'd kind of want, can we just watch 16 people dance every week? That'd I know. Be great. And maybe it is because they pace it so that they obviously tend to backload the the running order with good yeah. dances towards the end. But Craig does seem to start absolutely rotten at the beginning and then kind of loosen up as the dances go on. I think maybe it's a rotten journey into the studio. Bad traffic. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe it's just like, I don't know, he's like his nicotine patch is wearing off or something. <laughs> it doesn't kick in. Whatever he's on doesn't kick in. It doesn't come up until halfway through. We're saying that he's on massive drugs. I don't, we're not saying that and that is legally actionable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, their score was low. It did put them in danger. Even with the performance last week where she did so yeah. well, suddenly Nina in the danger zone, which is not what we wanted to see. Uh, I really hope to see a lot more from her. Then we move on to Adam and Catcher, who obviously aced last week. Very sexy combo. Got everyone hot flushing. They did a quick step uh, to Are You Going to Be My Girl? It was set on a subway slash tube train. Um, I think her choreography is just outstanding i am so grateful to have bold and emboldened kind of cool katia back just they, doing her cat they were stuff. sitting down for a lot at the beginning i always yeah. worry when people are on a bench at the start i go if you don't get up in a minute they're gonna say then, usually like, it's anton and someone because they're elderly no, it's I, like I, just sit down i love the idea of someone just having the balls to just sit them down for the whole thing when they yeah. say your footwork was poor it was exactly where it needed to be they were yeah. sitting down it was yeah. fine exactly exactly um again the judges were a little bit um down on this i think perhaps because of the first week opening performance uh, they were expecting more of Adam, but I think it's, you know, first ballroom, that's a whole different thing. His hips are clearly where it's at, but his frame, they said, wasn't great. Uh, there was timing issues, gapping, Craig said. Motsi said it gave her a sense of panic watching him, which I suppose isn't great. They felt more more, more at ease watching him last week. Um, but yeah, it's a really hard dance. Most of them were not not positive about his frame. He got a four from Craig, again, still not coming up on those nicotine patches. <laughs> And then three fives. So that 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 to me, from again layperson's point of view, I thought that was unnecessarily harsh. But they know what they're looking for, and a quick step is ridiculously hard and fast. So I guess I just missed the technicals. I don't know. There was. Uh, I, I must admit, I was a little bit low energy watching the beginning of this. Recent started so well. I thought, oh, we're going to get another load of those. Yeah. Top of the tables, all full of thirties and things. And actually, the, these two dances from people who've been great last week were. Exactly what you'd expect the second week in trying something different. The second week different. is always a bastard. It felt isn't it? like they'd really lucked out in finding dances that totally suited the the, the celebrities' frames and bodies and natural abilities for unexpected dances, but they really suited them. And Adam's thing with his bum out being the the, the Tex Avery Wolf was great last week because he couldn't do that this week. His signature move was missing, and I kind of went, "Oh, actually, you're not as exciting to watch as you were last week." So you, and I you think just missed bit... Adam's bottom. Yes, actually, I think people had little moves last week that were very, very them. And then you suddenly realise that every week they don't get to do the same thing. Exactly. So someone who's amazing at waltzing won't be might be doing a, a Charleston. This is the cruelty it's of Strictly that you brutal. could be a Latin king or you could yeah. be a ballroom queen. But if you're not both, then the, the the kind of the disappointment of the judges tends to I don't know it tends to almost double down. When... Here's where I wish I understood anything about sport. I could have used a cricket metaphor there, but <laughs> I can't. I don't even know which one I was reaching for there. Something about all rounders. I only married you because you're not asked about sport. <laughs> Okay, next we move on to Katie and Gorka with their jive. Um, I think the fact that AJ pulled that ridiculous 
jive out of her pot back pocket on week yeah. one has now spoiled this for everyone forever. <laughs> so any jive now. She's ashamed of herself. No, no, she's exactly. ruined strictly. She's just spoiled everything by being so damn good. Uh, but yeah, it was re- really enjoyable. I thought a really good looking routine. They look great dancing together. But um, Motsi immediately pulled her up on the fact that her weight was too far back when you're jiving. Even I know when you're jiving and you're trying to do retractions, the ridiculous stuff you have to do with your lower legs and your knees, uh, flicks and kicks, all of that business, your weight needs to be thrown forward so that you're kind of getting yeah. the energy to, to give it the spring it needs. And she was too far back. And it did. It looked, honestly, I mean, she did an amazing job, but it lo- it didn't look like AJ's jive and AJ's yeah. ruined everything. I was interested by the the pre the little pre video for this, and yeah. it maybe it, it gave me a little vision of a of an alternative Strictly, where at the <laughs> in the in the videos instead of sort of going here are your friends, here's someone from the set next door, yeah. let's go to a an abattoir. Instead of that, they had a thing where they went, we're going to explain to you how hard this dance is with loads of graphics, <laughs> yeah. and it was almost like they went they said they went oh. to visit them in the rehearsals, and he went, this is really hard. Can I just show you how hard it is what we're doing? Yeah, and actually it really helped me understand when the judges were giving their comments yes. what they were looking. For. And I did wonder whether they could do more of these where yeah. each of the, the contestants gets at least one week where they explain to the camera and to the audience at home what the, what the technical be. thing is. Because I've got a vague idea that a waltz should be smooth and yeah. a Charleston should be jumpy and smiley. You should uh, you but should watch it, it Takes Two. There's a oh. lot of technical pointers on there. It's very, very good. It pointed to a thing that they could do, which is bring a little bit more of its Take Two into the main show. And actually, I really enjoyed Gorka explaining how hard it was. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think rather than, say, bussing them out to, I don't know, an amphitheatre, <laughs> maybe tell us about dancing. <laughs> anyway. Straight Strictly come visiting school trip thing, whatever. Exactly. Strictly come lemon squash and a packed lunch. All I ever think when I'm watching those VTs, I think it was, uh, was it Dan and uh, uh, Nadia this week? It's like, the training time, the wasting of the training time. Why are you making them do this? I hope you're dancing on the bus. (laughs) It's just, it's just not okay. Anyway, so uh, Katie and Gorka got a four from Craig again. He's not liking... Uh, well, he's not liking anyone at this end of the show. And then a six, a five and a six. So judges undecided on it, but mostly they all agreed that it wasn't quite... Well, it wasn't as good as AJ's, frankly. Oh, no. OK, so next we move on to my highlight of the night, mostly because of the emotions and feelings. The emotions and feelings. But Greg and Karen uh, did their couple's choice and they chose Disco to um, If You Could Read My Mind. Is that what the song's called? I don't know. But anyway, it's a, it's a disco song and it was dedicated to his late sister Claire who died of cancer because he just knew that you know I, th- I think he basically said in an interview early on he decided to do Strictly he was going to say no and then his wife Dame Emma Thompson Dame Emma Thompson, um, Dame Emma Thompson we're standing and bowing <laughs> we are always um, had said to him you know are you crazy your sister would have loved this and yeah. I think it, it swung it for him it changed his mind so he did a really I thought it was really fun really brilliant routine it starts them kind of pointing up to the sky which yes is a bit cheesy but I loved Karen's choreography on this yeah it's so good and by the end of it I was in absolute bits like properly a gibbering wreck because I, I lost my brother to cancer and I know yeah. you know I know I know what he's going through absolutely it was amazing that that he didn't that having had that intro I think that it wasn't a slow waltz or something really emotional. What was great, I thought, was yeah. it says dance can express anything. It was dance joy. can express joy and, and also just uh, grief can have joy having known the person in it. Weirdly, the fact that it was a silly disco number yeah. for his sister who'd loved silly disco, he thought, oh, it's really nice to, to X Factor and things trays on that weepy thing. And usually they just keep doubling down and then they come out and sing Hallelujah. Yeah. What was yeah. nice he came out and went, Wee! And he went, Oh, it's a wake. It's exactly. not a funeral. This exactly. Is great. It managed to be, and that's and that's the genius of the song choice and and the choreography. It managed to be emotional and a tribute without being cloying yeah. and eggy. And it probably was 
what he wanted to do, which was to express the joy of being alive and being here. And I thought he did it brilliantly. Good then, telly. Yeah, in terms of what you want from this show, that was just wrapped up in 90 seconds so perfectly. I absolutely loved it. Again, because Greg... Again, because Craig Revel Horwood doesn't care about your dead relative, he gave Greg a three. <laughs> the other judges were much more positive, Motsi a six and the other two sevens. Um, unbelievable that the guy clearly, he's, just, he's no respecter of death. Craig Revel Horwood will never die and therefore doesn't have to consider yeah. your puny mortality. He's like, I don't know, he's like something from Marvel, watching from the heavens, judging. He's not, he's not actually a mortal. Are we going to call him Thanos from now on? I think he's more like the Watcher. OK, oh, now that's a reference I simply don't get, but... But I love you nonetheless. <laughs> Can't do sport. <laughs> we'll do the watcher. <laughs> OK, so next we move on to John and Johannes. The nation, I don't know about you, but I felt the whole nation was clenched in a kind of silent prayer of please be as good as last week. Yes. Please don't be a one dance wonder. Oh, my God, please be as good as last week. And they absolutely smashed their cha-cha uh, to Starstruck. It's that track from years and years. Yeah, yeah. Um, the guy that was in the Russell T. Davis thing that it's was so brilliant. Yeah. Ole Alexander, who's gone solo and isn't really, hasn't hasn't gone solo. It's fine. He's still years. And years. Oh, yeah, He's changed his name to years and years now. It's all fine. He, he is now. The rest what of the is, band just mysteriously disappeared. They and wanted now to he's leave. They wanted, it, made it, it made it easier for him. It's fine. I, he, I oh. wonder what happened there. Anyway, he's a very talented young man. Yes. And that song is perfect and it was perfect for these two and but it was it's a char char so it's very exposing again john and johannes dress pretty much identically side by side a lot john has got to i mean he's got nowhere to hide he's got to get this right and he did a brilliant job and and also a little a little undercurrent of he didn't know how flamboyant to be he was a bit scared of just letting go obviously the char char is a brilliant and evil combination of letting go and being unbelievably controlled um but he just the rules make the fun sorry yeah sorry, no. what's, the, what's the phrase <laughs> is it monica from friends like the rules help to control the fun <laughs> yes that's it it's, it's it. all dancing is organized by monica from friends no that yeah the char char in particular is the monica geller of dances um the, the one thing i couldn't couldn't take my eyes off while they were doing this dance but it, it's there's a, there was a thing about sleeve length so they, so Johannes I think had his sleeves just just up by his elbows and John had them just beyond his elbows his forearms appeared to lengthen as he danced it was amazing it's like I've never looked back at the video of it. like that playground his, trick where yes, you pull, you pull yes. one arm out longer than the other his, his arms seemed to get longer and yet he had a really good command of them uh, the judges really did agree they said it was a tremendous dance powerful um, they loved it. Motsi loved the synchronisation. Craig was really positive about it even. Um, and uh, yeah, Shirley said, there's nothing you can't do. They got three eights and a seven from Anton, which seemed like mm. a bit, what? Maybe he's just trying to, you know, give them something to work towards. It, um, was, it was really exciting. It was probably, I mean, certainly in my top top two or three of the, of the night, uh, moments of the night. I really exciting. Yeah. Really thrilling. The perfect song. And again, when, when they were, when they're paralleling each other, when they're mirroring each other rather, and yeah. they're in the same outfit, the thing you can do when you've got a, 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 a same sex couple, they're out there dancing like that. And when they did the clips, my eye landed on John first, not Johannes. Yeah. As if he was the professional dancer. And I, I was mean, he looks ridiculous. Watching <laughs> to see the other guy follow. But the point is, he's doing that next to Johannes. I know. Someone with the most expressive body, the most yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. face, incredible Who holds talent. himself so dancely and, and it's so like a dancer. You would do- he would dominate any frame. Yeah. And yet, weirdly, my eye flipped into the thing. Which one's leading? And I know. That's the exciting thing about not only it being a same-sex couple, but about him being so very good. Completely. It's really thrilling. He is brilliant. Although, oh, yes, my eye always drawn to John because of the lengthening arms. <laughs> <laughs> the Mr. Tickling that's happening. Yes! It's very mysterious. Why, 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 why has this not come out before that he has this special superpower? <laughs> 
Maybe it's like a baking thing. Maybe it helps you with kneading. I don't <laughs> Stirring know. Stirring from a distance. <laughs> you can do two pans at once. <laughs> OK, now we move on to uh, top of the leaderboard last week, AJ and Kai, who did a foxtrot to uh, Tears Dry on Their Own by Amy Winehouse. She came out in a kind of bobbed wig looking like it was good. Diana Ross from the 60s. She looked insanely cool and chic and classy and then produced this insanely chic and cool and classy foxtrot with incredible like her leg uh, her, again her legs i wasn't looking at bits of dancers bodies because you kind of do because yeah. you can't help it in this one her legs were just moving like they were speeded up i thought i was watching yeah. a speeded up dance because it was so she's brilliant. great to watch she is so There's a good load going on all the time actually we caught her doing uh, presenting this week um on something on telly and i was thinking oh you're you're moving all the time she is full of energy she's you just outed moving. yourself as watching the follow-up show to married at first sight uk <laughs> yeah but i just thought every every bit of her moving constantly like yeah. like the animation on rhubarb she's <laughs> constantly sort of oscillating and, moving. and actually that energy when, like she's when being it, scribbled <laughs> yeah when, when when she's bottled for, for by, by an expert teacher yeah. that energy just comes out in the fact that she's got incredible speed of movement but discipline over the speed as well really really impressive um craig loved it said it was amazing um uh, told her to watch her feet positioning because he's always looking for something um Motsi said they'd gone up a notch this week that her spine was great Shirley loved her poise uh, and the, fa- the fact that she was feeling the music and maybe maybe she could do that a bit more. And Anton said it was dreamy. Her heel turns were fabulous and just the whole thing was great. Craig gave her a seven. So did Shirley. Motsi gave her a nine and Anton gave her an eight. So, I mean, that took them joint top of the leaderboard again. I like how Motsi's happy today. If she's had a really lovely time. Yeah. She's one of those, actually, Shirley's quite good at this, who will just throw in, won't do it because they're being soft or hard or yeah. anything, just goes, no, no, I was transported by that. Yeah. And she's always happy to throw in a really good early nine or eight when you wouldn't expect it. She's, yeah. I, I like I, that. I like, I like the sometimes the emotional judging it's that goes honesty. on. in those. Just, I'm not saying just because they're women, but the, the two middle seats there, yeah. they, they will be the two that are on their feet when someone's yeah. killing it. When, when someone, perhaps a woman over 30, is just letting <laughs> it all hang out on the dance floor, they're always up on their feet kind of supporting and I love that about them. It gives it a little... It's it's part of the storytelling, I suppose. So, yeah. well, this person's now on your side. Exactly. I'm finding Kai, Kai uh, hypnotic. Are I you? can't work out what it is. <laughs> uh, every week I try and think what what he looks like. I, I, came, I haven't got it yet. I think he looks like an action man greengrocer. <laughs> and I'm not sure... There's something about the face that reminds me of the standard action man face. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's got a little that. bit... And he's got the perfect smile and things. But also... He looks like he's a market trader as well. Yeah, I so like, like a grounded fighter pilot. Yes, or or, or, <laughs> or someone who runs a market stall but comes from from better stock. I don't know. <laughs> Hello, what's your name? You sound pretty. <laughs> We're or, now going to reenact the whole of that film. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. He's he's reminding me of something. I can't look at it. It's not a celebrity or anything, but he. Okay, what is it? And I think yeah. A, a plastic fighter pilot. Even <laughs> discarded on the carpet. Even if you're not on the podcast next week, I will check in and to see if you've had any further thoughts about that. I've got to keep that. thinking about Kai. What does Kai's face look like? <laughs> anyway, AJ got um, a, a really good score. And yeah, AJ is just sponging up technique uh, in a way that I just, I'm finding quite baffling because she genuinely doesn't have any dance experience, but she just yeah. looks like a dancer from week one. She is getting it. So I, I mean, I, I love watching her. Happy, happy with that. So next we move on to the party track. <laughs> so this is Ju- So this is Judy and Graziano. She 
I mean, she was obviously given this remit. She was given a piece of paper that said, bring the party. That's your only job. Yeah. yeah. And oh, she's doing a lot better than just bringing the party. She technically seems to be very good as well. But every week, I mean, they're just saying, could you just go out there and bring the energy up? And on literally one woman yeah. tornado of partydom, she just comes out and turns the whole thing into a joyful celebration. So she did a samba this week with Graziano to uh, get busy with it by Sean Paul. Not a track I was previously aware of, Can you, if you can believe that. But, but what a banger it turned out to be. <laughs> it's an absolute banger. <laughs> uh, Shirley and Motsi were on their feet dancing with her. Um, the whole studio seemed to just kind of quietly lose its shit in the polite yeah. of strictly British way and everyone was up dancing all the celebrities and their partners were up dancing too uh, they were chanting Judy's name at the end of it and she just really pulled out those moves apart from just being lovely to watch and having the personality she just pulsates her body articulates in a way that again usually takes any celebrity yeah. quite a long time to do with a Latin dance. There's a huge amount um, of confidence. You're watching yeah. at the beginning of Strictly, what you can always see is that they're doing something unfamiliar. Yeah. And oddly, I think maybe it's because she's doing the party vibes thing. I imagine this is something she would do as a stand up. She'd come on and have to bring the energy up in the room. Yeah. She has been, she has honed her ability to come out, be confident, yeah. and sell everyone the and idea of having the room, a good time. And bring the room with her. Yeah. That is a stand up skill, isn't she's, it? She's bringing that to, which is unusual to see because a lot of stand ups either play it serious or whatever, but she's bringing everything she'd bring to a night of the Hackney Empire there. Yeah, I and guess. And it's really so. working. It's it's so brilliant. I I love watching her. Um, she also I can't believe this is really it's taken this long to happen. But apparently performed the first twerk on in Strictly history. Yeah. So that was you know that's going to go down in in, in the history books. <laughs> um, Craig said, despite everything just being clearly, I mean just everyone being on their feet and roaring her name. Uh, so it was a technical disaster. But I love you. Um, and then she also said that her bottom should have its own show. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to keep it on this show. So I think um, Judy's <laughs> one of those people who, and obviously we'll discuss the result shortly, but one of those people who I think will probably stay mid-table, but mid-table people can so easily go when we forget to phone yeah. in and vote for them. So her future in Strictly is uncertain merely because she's going to be up there, but she probably isn't going to be like getting tens. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe she could. I don't know. She she can dance. And I'm really, really glad she's in the competition. I'm just really enjoying her. This lineup's been full of surprises so far. So I don't know what anyone's going to do. No, that's that feels quite good, actually, doesn't it? That we're not... We can lazily point at AJ and maybe Reese mm. and say, well, just talented, brilliant, going to be in the final. But I, I don't think the British public are quite that predictable anymore. I, lockdown's done weird things to us. The voting <laughs> never quite goes the way you think now. Um, but also, yeah, the rest of the field is just completely open. Yeah. And that's a positive, I think. So Judy and Graziano got uh, a six, a seven and two further sixes. So three sixes, the, the devil's score. Yeah. Um, but they are up on last week and it's all looking good for them. <laughs> The head of the Iranian <laughs> FA wasn't going to give us the rights yeah. until uh, he suddenly went, Mr. Bean, and pointed at Nick. And then, so he, he then reenacted the scene that yeah. Nick does he with said, Rowan Atkinson. He, he, oh, yeah. yeah, he said, he said, he said, you nick Mr. Bean's camera. And I said, yeah, 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 that's true. He said, Mr. Bean put a bin on your head. I said, yes, that's true. He said, Mr. Bean poked you with a pen and you yeah, made yeah, a noise. Yeah. I said, yeah, that's true. And then he's, he paused and he went, I will be Mr. Bean. <laughs> so there I am in the office of the, actually the Iranian oil ministry yeah, it was, yeah. with a bin on my I, head I, and he's poking me with a pen. <laughs> the famous sloping pitch with Chris England, Nick Hancock and guests from Great Big Owl. 
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, next we have, I think it might have been, I'm not 100% sure, the biggest scoring leap of the series so far from week one to week two. Just when you think, you know, little Robbie Webb is is uh, going to play play the thing for laughs and come out and be the class clown. He absolutely switched into ballroom mode, serious ballroom mode with his tango. And it was it was done to that dum 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 dum. The tango da, music. Da, 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 the, the tango music. Some, that we all sometimes, know is the on tango Strictly, music. they don't do Sean Paul. Sometimes they do the, the right music for the dance. <laughs> exactly. So we had we had a Charleston to the right music for the dance. And I don't. And a tango exactly. to the right music for the dance. And I don't know the name of the violinist or fiddle player in a question because they didn't give them a shout out. But it was a brilliant yeah. performance. Just pretty much a solo violin carrying the whole thing. But back to Rob. So he and Diane came out on the floor, you know, looking pretty traditionally tango dressed and everything. He wasn't, his chest wasn't out. He wasn't kind of gurning to camera or, or doing cod serious face. It was camp-free. But it was, yes, it was incredibly low-key and serious and just focused. And he aced it. Yeah. And the judges were floored by him, I think. It was exciting to watch. Yeah. I'm, Again, I said this last week about saying that Bill Bailey reinvented what you could do as the as the comic turn on Strictly yeah. by coming out and saying, well, what I'll do is I'll take this one seriously. I'm going to dance really well. <laughs> I will choose which dances require me to, to, to crack out the, the goofiness and the other ones I will do straight. Yeah. And Rob could have done this like Jim Carrey in The Mask. Yeah. He could have done what a comedian would do with an over-serious tango, but he didn't. He played it completely straight and yeah. it was electrifying to watch it really was wasn't it just because it was so unexpected he uh his score went up seven points on week one so that made a huge difference to his um sort of table placing uh before the phone vote started and i think he probably won some fans as well just because that was not the obvious thing for a look at me look at me comedian to do um and he absolutely um just wowed the judges motsy said his composure was really impressive he did he uh, sort of undertook beautiful partnering of diane um, Craig said it was a wow of a tango, picked on his right hand a little bit, but apart from that, loved it. Anton loved it and said he had the ballroom technique down. And Shirley said he was just really serious and didn't make a single mistake. Again, the tango is so exposing. Yeah. To, to do a flawless tango on week two with no mistakes, very, very impressive. So he got three sevens and a six and I think has danced himself into a whole different uh, sort of stage of contention in this show. Because after week one, I think he was about like 10 to 1 to win with the bookies. Because they don't really know, but yeah. they're kind of, they're a, a bellwether. There appear to be some people in this competition, some of them might win. Exactly. Of- after his week one dance, he went from 10 to 1 to 25 to 1. Mm-hmm. 
I've put 10 quid on him, I don't mind saying. I'll win quite a lot of money if he does come through. Um, so his odds uh, after this week, I'm sure, will change again because yeah. that was really something very impressive. It was something that I think that gets forgotten a little bit. They refer to it with, with uh, Teddy Ramsey later on. That one of the things the judges like, and I think the people at home like, is when you respect dancing. Because yes. it's a dancing show. So if you come out and go, oh, I'm a bit goofy, I don't really like... The, the clompy people, the Anne Whittacombs, came out and obviously went, I can't be bothered to dance. And people yeah. at home don't... People think they like the goofy ones. They don't really. They like the people who come out and take the facts to dance That's seriously. That's what we like. It is a meritocracy in that sense. And the, if you get the judges on side with that, because you will do, and they say, you respected the dance, you did what the dance required, yes. they want you to do the steps. The audience at home aren't vastly different from the judges in that they will also like you taking the competition seriously. Yes, exactly. You're in a lucky position to be there. Yeah. Show, show us that it means something to you. And, and, and he definitely did that. Really impressive. So now we go on to Rose and Giovanni, who did uh, a salsa to Cuba. Ba-da-da-da-da, salsa. They're the, the two ri- words I know of that the song. The right song for the dance. Again, the correct song. They made song. it really clear. Really, really good. If there was a song called, called I don't know, Doing a disco, Otto Wan's <laughs> disco. That's the right song for the disc for the couple's choice disco. It's all fine. When they do the pogo, let's have a song with the word pogo. In. <laughs> but again, it was a really lovely sort of upbeat routine. Um, suddenly, she's gone from week one just being a very proficient kind of timekeeper and kind of I think quite a fluid mover as well. The judge is not seeming to really pick up on the fact that she's got her yeah. body. She's like a really good command of her limbs and moves really well. Um, but this week, suddenly, she's. I I kept writing down. She can't hear. She's upside down. She can't hear. She's upside down again. <laughs> it was it was nutty. Are you the lifts. I mean, no, because she's not worried. I no. also wrote down. Seems to be the kind of person who actively enjoys roller coasters. So I don't understand her at all. <laughs> she likes danger. She likes thrill. She um, seemed it was excitingly fearless, which is what again completely brilliant. It's exciting to watch that. She yeah. was going. The thing I really noticed with this is that she was doing a lot of. Uh, I don't know, the dance for Time changes. She was going quick, quick, slow. She was going quicker and slower a lot. And I thought... In a salsa? I could sort of... Again, yeah. I'm always fascinated by how someone who is hearing impaired is, is hitting the beats and hitting the rhythm. Yeah. And she was hitting the rhythm in a really complicated and sophisticated way. She wasn't just going one, two, three, four Salsa's, in her head. Yeah. She was Tricky. fast and slow. So that sometimes she was sinuous and, and sort of slow and oozing. And sometimes she was just like snap, snap, snap. And it was brilliant. Yeah, I thought to watch. Really absolutely. exciting. The, ju- the judges, again, there's always one where I think the judges are kind of, they're watching another dance to me or they're oh. scoring something that is invisible to me. Because whenever I watch Rose dance, I have a brilliant time. I love, I was slightly annoyed they didn't give her a ballroom this week just yeah. to kind of just show a different side of her. They kind of made her pretty much do a similar thing again. But she did it so brilliantly. Um, Anton uh, said that he he admitted, I love, again, Anton just saying how things really are. He said he always felt like he was having a bit of a midlife crisis when he was forced to dance the salsa because he fucking hates <laughs> dancing the salsa. Um, but he said that she really had, she really had it. It was great. Um, Craig said she needed more resistance in her upper body and an extended leg line, but he did really enjoy it. Um, uh, Motsi said that the solo stuff was really good, really good quality, but her steps needed to be shorter. So they're being very technical with so her. She said she wasn't really watching it. She had like something on her phone she was watching. <laughs> yeah, she was playing yeah. that game with the fruit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, she did. So Shirley did say she'd gone up a notch from last week and that the lifts were spectacular. She meant on Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. When someone's literally hurtling face first towards the floor, being caught yeah. at the last minute, I think you say, well done for that. And Shirley's the only one who really picked her up on the brilliant lifts. Um, and they then, were great. Was it three big lifts? 
Oh and my they were, god! Um, they were spectacular, and she, and she just did them with like a big smile on her face, like I might hit the floor. Oh well, <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? I could have my face punched Strictly in. Strictly come masochism, <laughs> smash I, my face. Yeah, I think she'll always be so cool to watch because she she just said it. She has no fear. Yeah, she will do whatever's required, and I think hoping i'm really hoping that she gets to do a show dance because what she will be willing to submit to (laughs) is clearly going to be worth watching fired out of a cannon exactly so she got two sixes two sevens um i think she deserved more she was um i think up four points from week one so maybe that slow and steady wins the race thing could be in her favor because i think she is going places i want to see where she ends up it's going to be good Probably on the ceiling, dangling from something because <laughs> she's in fire. Insane. <laughs> Next, we have Sarah and Aliash, who did a dreamy foxtrot to Dream a Little Dream. And uh, bearing in mind last week she had 17 points and she was at the bottom of the leaderboard. Yeah. This is what I mean. Everything can change after week one. She rocketed to the top of the leaderboard yeah. with this dance. Absolutely unheard of. I don't think it's ever happened in Strictly history that you can go from being... Yeah. So lo- lowly scored in week one to just knocking the judges off their plinths. In everyone week two. had written her off after week one. Completely, I, mean, like, I said, "Oh, she's going home, cannon we, fodder." We were trying to work out who was filling the clumpy slot because there wasn't anyone doing. <laughs> no, no one was being a clumpy. No, no. Um, um, everyone was being quite graceful and taking it seriously. Yeah, and I sort of relegated her to that spot, going, "Oh, she's bottom of the table." They'll probably find out her weaknesses next week and it will start to show yeah. that might be as good as she gets. Right. And this was, that was just astonishing. She was, It was wonderful. It was absolutely amazing. She doubled her score. So she got two eights and two nines. Last week she was on 17. So that's just completely unheard of. I don't think I've ever seen it happen. Um, it was beautiful to watch. She was in this sort of white flowing frock and foxtrot again the footwork is quick she didn't miss a step she kept up with ali ash which is you know the guy can move yeah. quickly it's incredibly uh, sort of brilliant thing to be able to do on week two craig was the first judge they came to and i was sort of like i don't know what to think i don't know what to think <laughs> don't spoil her day. yeah and he just said it was incredible borum is your yeah. bag um moxie said it's the biggest improvement she'd seen uh, uh, shirley loved her heel turns it made her heart sing she said she had grace and poise and um, Anton asked for the honour of being able to dance that with her sometime because I mean that's and that's the king of ballroom yeah. saying because he knows that's a huge compliment and just said that that leg action she demonstrated was worthy of the final. I don't know where this leaves her she, because she's so inconsistent, so hard to put yeah. in a box. Clearly, she's going to be a bit of a ballroom ace, and every time they give her her a Latin dance, she'll be in mortal danger. That's going to be her journey on street. I, I think. <laughs> unless this gives her confidence. I mean, the thing that I thought was really sweet yeah. and touching about this was Aliash afterwards, who'd been part with someone who'd probably gone oh right we're, we're, I've been given a clomper uh, <laughs> or I, I know where this person yeah. is expected to go in the in the, in sure. the, in the, the cannon fodder like you said and had found that she was actually quite good yeah and hadn't shown that on the first week and his faith in her oh, had been rewarded so proud of her. the second week and he was just beaming and he thought yeah because you've been stuck with this person working really hard the last thing you want to do is to go yeah. oh I've got someone I hope will be dis- discarded right he seemed genuinely delighted that she'd shown them how hard they'd been working yeah. and that was a bit warm and fuzzy it was, lovely. It was gorgeous Okay, so next we go on to um, Dan and Nadia, who did a paso doble uh, to a song called I Think I Am a Giant, which is supposed to be funny because he's very tall. Yes, huge man. Um, uh, they dragged them to an amphitheatre in Chester because their their routine was vaguely to do with gladiators. But was it really? I don't know. I, yes. It's a paso doble. Um, more to bullfighting in an amphitheatre. They just got their arenas mixed up, I think. Um, and I'm kind of waiting for him to be shit and he never is. 
He's yeah. not shit, is he? That's an awful thing to say about someone. Well, the, jo- the joke's not there. He's, he's, he's told you, he's done a deal with you to say, the joke will be that I will be tall and awkward. A newsreader like is supposed a, to look a little bit like a fish flopping on the side of the riverbank going, column. get me back in the water! <laughs> I can't breathe! <laughs> but no, exactly. Um, uh, he, his acting was really good. His um, All the staccato stuff. The Paso is basically a couple having a blazing row. It mm. looked really believable. It looked really good. It still makes me think... That that she's the anti-vaxxer because he's probably really angry with her and he was able to... I don't know this for sure. I'm speculating wildly. Um, but no, the, the, the kind of... The argument was really convincing. I most enjoyed the fact that after the dance was definitely over, clearly with her consent, he, he continued the act and he dragged her over to test to yes. get the judge's comments. And, and really then did his, his Russell Crowe, are oh, you not entertained? And I thought, yes. this is good. Again, actually, little reminders like the Judy thing that this is meant to be the most fun you can have on a Saturday night exactly. watching TV. It's not a serious thing. No. It's mo- it's meant to be fun. Yeah. And and yeah, that was a lovely little reminder. Again, and also not from a stand-up, from a newsreader. That's I nice. Know. I know, I know. <laughs> Coming out of themselves. Lovely. And beginning to like him more and more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that the judges overall were more warm than cold on it. I think um, they talked about the power being good, but he wasn't quite fluid enough yet. Um, but actually, I think Cray was the one to spot that the choreography was supposed to be quite staccato. They'd gone yeah. for that in the routine, and that was kind of... It's, I think he said, this is something he never says, it fitted with the gladiator theme that you would be a bit more staccato and fighty Um, the rest of them were kind of asking for a bit more uh, sort of fluidity and breathing with the movement and listening to the music and all that kind of stuff Um, but overall yeah they really really liked it he was up two on last week he got uh, two sixes two sevens and um, I don't know I think I'm trying to think what will be his downfall maybe like a really punchy hit wiggly Latin thing might slightly but, but he's so tall and so far, that doesn't seem to have stopped him doing any of the dances he's been given. So um, who knows? It's a strange thing to be... Normally, two weeks in, you know who's weak and who's good. Yeah. And you can have a pretty... You can have a guess at what journeys they're yeah. going to be, and they, then they might surprise you. Yeah. I can't really guess, almost. Apart from the people who are just instantly brilliant, who I think might plateau. Yeah. Everyone else, I'm going, oh, I don't know what they've got in store. What's Yeah, what's going to be their downfall? Yeah, which I think is more fun. I like not knowing, and I like being surprised. This week was full of surprises. So next we have Ugo and Oti, who did a quick step to Bring Me Sunshine. I never don't like people dancing to that song. I think <laughs> it gets wheeled out a lot. This was a really super cute routine. Obviously, Oti always makes the choreography, especially if she gets a song like this, just really winning and adorable. Yeah. And there's a bunch of flowers being waved around. It's just very, very sweet. Um, and, and the judges actually did quite like it. Um, but he's, for me, still, and he was sort of bottom of the leaderboard, I think, or, or, or near the bottom of the leaderboard by the end of this episode. He's, there's, I feel that slight unease when I'm watching him, like he's yeah. not quite relaxed. Last week, you know, he did this incredible routine, having just literally come from his father's funeral, which is just ridiculous and, and such an achievement. This week, I think... I enjoyed it, but I don't see him as a contender yet, which maybe is wrong of me because he could have He's, a journey. He had, uh, certainly in the introduction show, when he was doing his first, not the first proper dance, yeah. he was just dancing. I was thinking, oh my God, because he's a, he's a big lad and a rugby he player. Is, he's a unit, and like a was, triangle on He legs. was moving amazingly. I went, oh my God, you're going to be one to watch. And he was really charming and really lovely. I thought, yeah. oh, you're... I don't think I've seen the best of him yet in this. No, maybe not. He's not really come out. He keeps coming out. And I keep trying to remember what it was I saw in him in the introduction show that I thought, oh, you're going to be a contender. You're going to be great. Yeah. Um, I 
don't think we've seen the best of him. And I think this wasn't the best display of him. And I, I am with you. I felt I keep going, oh, he's going to go wrong. Weirdly, he's the only person who appears to be in week two. Everyone else <laughs> yes. appears to be in week five. And he is being <laughs> exactly where you'd expect a, a professional sportsman that to be in week two. That's a fair point. He's really good. It made you realise how good Eric and Ernie are as well. I went, oh, oh they yeah. were movers. Because he was moving around. I went, there's a lot of movement in this to get keep the energy up. It's quite a demanding dance. It, it really, really is. I think Motsi said she was surprised and, and then told him he'd done really well. Um, that and Craig said there was de- that definite growth there that he was mm. coming on uh, again. So I think he's going to be one of those slow growers uh, who we should have more time for. But we're so dazzled by the yeah. the AJs and the people who can just do it that maybe it takes longer to notice the kind of improvements in these slightly more slow burn people. I hope so. I hope he he sort of settles in sort of middle tablehood because I think he deserves it. He's good and he's really likeable and and he will have an interesting journey if he does well. Definitely. So we go on finally to Tilly and Nikita who did a Charleston first one of the series to Yes Sir, That's My Baby. The The right song. The correct song. song. And I think, oh, this is awful. I think... I was sort of expecting her to be a bit rubbish. There's something about yeah. her in like the training VTs and stuff where I don't I don't know what it is. It's my awful prejudice. But the way she talks, I think, oh, she's not really bothered, is she? Yeah. And then she gets on the dance floor and oh my God, it's, she's so good. It's a sort of slight vocal fry. It's a slight poshness. And that, that thing, you're, oh, I know what people like you are like. You you sort of swan through life. Yeah, to make yeah, any effort. yeah, yeah. And the opening little VT was, was her and uh, Nikita on a, a, a picnic. And it That's looked like right. a shot from Made in Chelsea. Yes. Two posh blonde people having a lovely time. Uh, talking with their vocal fries. Can't quite be bothered to finish <laughs> the words. And I'm with you. I, I was going, oh, this is going to be shit. And this was wonderful. It was dynamite. She was so good. They'd never give a Charleston on this early in the series to someone who basically couldn't do it. And I should have known the minute they said they were doing a Charleston and closing the show with a Charleston. She was fantastic. That is a crowd-pleasing jazz hands, razzle-dazzle routine that you want to leave everyone feeling positive on. She won me over. Yeah. Even though her being good would make Gordon Ramsay happy. Oh, God, isn't it awful? I just, I just wish that he... I, I don't know. <laughs> they him in the, I wish he hated the fact that she was dancing. Yeah. I wish it made him mad. <laughs> he, why aren't you back baking? Maybe uh, it's secretly done. Maybe he's secretly then I, jealous then that I she's can doing enjoy really well. It. Then I can enjoy it more. If you think that, you might actually yeah. start to like But yeah, routines. I thought... She, that was... I was going, oh, my God, they're going to end on Tilly Ramsay. She, she's not a very winning I know, character. right? And I loved her in it. I thought she came over really well. I thought she'd obviously worked her arse off yeah she clearly and it was a brilliant dance yeah absolutely amazing she's joint top let's be fair she probably doesn't have like another job to take up her time during training weeks but um she she did pull pull an incredible performance out of the bag um shirley said she was a powerhouse the synchronization was amazing uh, that she was really shocked and motsi said there was lightness and fun and a respect for dancing the aforementioned respect for dancing as in i think they just basically inferred Oh no, you've really worked hard. We didn't perhaps expect you to, <laughs> which again maybe suggests they weren't expecting her to either. We're Craig, all like this with the, with the youngsters. We think they don't work very hard, and they work harder than we oh, ever did. Oh, you see, we've got to stop being down on the millennials. <laughs> or, we're, although we're not, as our child tells us, boomers. Thank you very fucking much. Gen X, Gen X is surprising. I'm even here. Yeah, there's a there's a distinct We were depressed. Difference. It was all plaid. <laughs> Um, as Anton said that the technique and the animation and everything was there and Craig said he really loved it so yeah she got two nines yeah. from the women and two eights from Craig and Anton um, absolutely just killed it really um, the leaderboard at the end of the show um, I think left them top or joint top um, but then the combined scores see she's someone I don't know I don't imagine people are going to phone in and vote for her but if she's that good maybe they don't need to 
Um, and now, kids, kids know her, and uh, she's a social media starry thing. Yeah, as in, I guess so. yeah, lots of families watch this, and the youngsters will have seen her on on kids' telly and things. Yeah, and I, if if she is actually as likable as she appeared in that thing, just in I'm that dance, be, yeah. I'm being unfair on her. <laughs> she's she's going to yeah, I think she's the she's the dark horse, um, someone who could really be up there with the finalists. Yeah, um, and I would not have said that after week one. Anyway, obviously, you're listening to this after the Sunday results show, or at least I hope you are. Um, otherwise, time travel? Weird. And we know that Nina and her partner, Neil, have gone home, which mm. I'm, yeah, really gutted about. I think that week one dance, that Beyonce fabulous routine showed more than just promise. Like, it was a really good yeah. routine. She was shit hot and just, I, I was looking forward to watching the journey with her. Yeah. I think she was going to be somebody who, as the weeks wore on, was going to come up with more and more interesting stuff and really get dancing, fall in love with it. She was really emotional and just really easy to engage with. Um, not that not that Katie isn't, but when it came down to the two of them, I suppose my heart was more with Nina than it was with yeah. Katie because I just don't know her that well. And It feels yeah. like, this, the, like the start of a story and yeah. suddenly the rest of the book's been thrown away. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to that because, yeah, it was lovely to see her on telly. It was lovely to see her doing something that made her really, really happy. Uh, obviously her doing something different and challenging herself and that's that's your she had one of the perfect strictly potential stories she did as in this isn't the first time she's done something this is all new to her uh, and she came out and as you said she aced it and then I think there's a certain bad luck the wrong dance the bad, a bad week and also incredibly stiff competition yeah madly stiff competition for this point in the thing I just I don't know part, part of me does wonder whether you should Part of me does wonder whether you should have like the first few weeks should just no one should go out for about six weeks. I know it feels really unfair. This is way <laughs> too soon, to isn't them. it? Yeah. And obviously next week there'll there'll be fourteen dances again because Tom and Amy should be back from their oh, isolation. No, 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 I think what they've got they've worked it out that they can probably get to the final by being <laughs> ill every week by doing that thing where you put grapefruit juice onto the oh onto the no tests. we've got COVID again oh, oh no we keep having it chances? oh no and then basically just get let, let through and eventually they turn up like they like they found us like a secret passage to the final yeah they'll just really turn up clever. in Blackpool they've worked out how to game the system this is this is their secret so, that's how he was managing to go on tour if he, he actually is on tour with Busted uh, with with McFly <laughs> all the time I'm with Busted he's on, on stage every night someone's gonna gonna shop him that he's actually fine he's completely all right so. So next week is movie week, Hurrah! which again seems quite soon to be having. But I guess they've got to jam it in now because Halloween is coming in a minute. Yeah. They've all got to dance with like funny warts on their noses and that. Um, <laughs> also, this year they're not going to Blackpool sadly because that's the one uh, concession they have to make to COVID. Taking that whole production up yeah. to another town, bad idea. But other than that, it looks like we're getting a lot of the the Ooh. special celebratory week. So I'm so... Movie week's always great fun. There's going to be some Fred Astaire razzle-dazzle yeah. shit in there somewhere, which is always going to be... Someone will dress as a Smurf. Music. It's the usual <laughs> I stuff. I really hope not. No, yeah, it's, uh, always someone as a, as, a, as a children's cartoon character. It's going to be great. A load of Cruella de Vils. It'll be, it'll be brilliant. I love no, that week. It, it'll be really good fun. So we will see you back here next week for movie week, The Upsum. I don't know. I can't even promise you that the, 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 the angry man, one of the 12, will be back... But if he is, then someone will finally be able to do this bit better than I'm going to try and do it now. But until next week, thank you, Joel. And okay, right, I'm watching. Watch you go. Keep dancing.
Scott Hancock and I host From Queer to Eternity, a new podcast exploring what it means to be queer, where we have conversations like this. I look at younger generations and go, you can just Google this stuff. The fact that the only mention of queerness was don't get AIDS. <laughs> if I'd been marrying a girl, that would not have happened. Maybe we can find a, a universality that, that we weren't aware of before. That's why this podcast so great, because actually, well, I guess we just don't think to speak of this stuff, and yet it's part of our fabric. From Queer to Eternity, available to listen to now from the Great Big Owl Company. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.